When you're an entrepreneur with a great idea, it can be daunting to find funding. Startup Raven takes the process out of your hands by helping entrepreneurs connect and learn about potential investors all in one place without any long-filled forms or thousand questions. Sign up for early access at StartupRaven.com. Welcome to StartupRad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is Joe from StartupRate.io in our series together with Hessen Trade and Invest and their brand European Enterprise Network. We present to you today an interview in our sub-podcast Tech Startups Germany. Therefore, I would like to welcome a returning guest. Hey, Lucas, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good as well. We may hint to our audience that you are a returning guest, having had our last interview back in 2019 with the startup Minds Medical, and apparently something has changed. Um, the thing that changed is Ingo here, because um, you guys got acquired. And Ingo, can you introduce yourself? Yes, hello. My name is Ingo. As you can see, I'm sitting in the car, not riding the car, parking it, and uh, enjoying the po podcast here. So I'm um, a senior partner with uh, Simpulse, in, uh, a global tech and consulting company. And I will tell more about our story with uh, Lucas and Mainz Medical later. Great. Lucas, can you first take us a little bit on the ride uh, that is known to everybody as Corona and recession, um, how he got through with Minds Medical since, uh, let's say, mm, rule of thumb, uh, outbreak of Corona. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as, as some of the listeners might remember, Minds Medical um, is a machine learning company structuring unstructured data in the healthcare industry and insurance industry and um, focused on hospitals back then, still in 2020 to automate processes and uh, reimbursement processes in hospitals. And when Corona hit, um, basically all the hospitals start, uh, stopped picking up the phone because they were obviously quite busy with uh, doing other things. And um, we sort of had to figure out how to how to deal with that. And um, Simples and that we managed to um, work through that was no part, was no small, small part Uh, thanks to Simples and um, and the great people over there, because we just had started a cooperation in the insurance industry for uh, uh, risk uh, pre-inquiries in the in the disability insurance market, and to build a joint program or joint uh, joint application there together. And so we completely shifted our focus from only healthcare or mo mostly healthcare uh, to to health insurance and life insurance. And obviously it was a tough time. We, back then we were 10 people in the company. I just uh, gotten another 
uh, funding and and kind of the things that also helped uh, like, uh, surviving surviving Corona, so to speak. But um, we we pivoted uh, and basically left the hospitals um, to be hospitals <laughs> and do their thing, and uh, refocused completely on the insurance industry and um, yeah, got to know Simples a lot better. We knew each other since 2017, I believe. But uh, started the joint venture there together and um, approaching clients and building a great product. And um, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons we survived, even though with a little smaller team. <laughs> well, the main goal is survival. So congratulations on that. Um, when you've been talking, you could either classify yourself steadily as a big data, as an AI startup, as an analytics startup, or you could say, well, we've been a medtech startup and now we pivoted to be a fintech or intratech? <laughs> we are AI uh, structuring unstructured data in fintech and intratech. So we, we are joining, we, are, we, have, a, we have a clear uh, focus, industry focus, uh, but also clear technology focus for uh, intelligent document processing, basically. I vividly remember um, the story of another guest who was in aviation and basically the same story. Corona broke out. Nobody picked up the phone anymore. So, hmm, yeah, you have not been alone, but it's, it's a tough time for all the startups hit there um, really to survive. Um, and when you pivoted, when you went into financial services, that's the point. It makes sense for Ingo and Synpulse to come in. Ingo, can you tell us a little bit about first what the corporation was all about with Minds Medical? Yeah, I can. Uh, Lucas mentioned it already. So it was a specific solution for insurers um, to uh, classify and extract um, um, medical information from documents. And as you were as you were referring to Corona, a funny story on my side, and I knew you have listeners in. Uh, in um, in New York, um, so I spent half of the time uh, of Corona in New York, actually. And what we learned then was, um, you know, from one day to the other, uh, you know, people didn't pick up the phones and they couldn't access any physical documents anymore. And uh, so, digitizing them and reading and understanding them became actually business critical critical from one day to the other and that was true in banking you know for let's say heavy compliance processes and for insurance as well and i think this is really a global story and i mentioned at the beginning we are a global company and we believe what uh, lucas and his team of minds medical uh, you know brought to the table is something that has uh, global potential and it is about um as said understanding what is in documents unstructured and helping um, key roles expert roles within insurance companies like underwriters like claims adjusters to do their job but even better right so concentrate on understanding what is uh, in the document and not just reading through lengthy uh, pages we may take a few steps back because depending on the podcast, there is um, sometimes 60 to 80% of our audience not from Germany. And we may explain that Germans love to be insured on everything. If you do have this kind of insurance on a car, it's called Vollkasko because 
everything is paid for and therefore it's referred to in German as Vollkasko Mentalität. So a lot of Germans do like to do a lot of insurance. That's why it's not only a big business here, but it's a big business in Germany. And that's why there's um, a, a need for you guys. Um, Ingo, you refer to um, underwriters that are basically the people in the insurance company. They take a look at the at the case, at the document, at the person who wants insurance, and they either say go or no go. Basically, that's their job. And that's where formerly Mainz Medical, now SunPulse S8 comes in, getting data from unstructured data into really structured data. Um, Lucas, what kind of information are we talking about here to support the Volkasco mentality? <laughs> So that's uh, unstructured data, especially in the in the healthcare part, comes in uncounted forms. Um, this this can be semi-structured questionnaires where people um, handwrite some information in it, checking boxes, or it can be doctors' letters, uh, OR letters, or all kind of medical discharge letters. All these kind of things. And to give you an example, why. Um, to extract this information is, is quite difficult and can't be hard programmed into a software is that um, one university hospital in Germany I'm, I've been working with has 170 different forms for a discharging person, people, 170 forms, uh, word formats for, for that. So they come in a gazillion different, different types. So you need you need software and you need machine learning, natural language processing to capture that information and actually understand what's in there. Um, uh, and you you can't work there with some basic OCR um, and uh, yeah forms basically. So it, it comes in all kinds of forms. And we ha we're talking um, medical language, we are talking lay language as well. So people describing, especially in the insurance industry, like, um, if I'm describing my heart disease uh, in a certain way, I'm certainly going to do to describe it as a uh, professor, doctor, something <laughs> who's just talking about that. Um, or I'm going to say, oh, my back hurts. And somebody uh, from the uh, medical part would describe it fairly, fairly differently. So to, to capture that information. Then it is called lumbago back pain. Hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, um, so with with these kind of difficulties, we have to work on a daily basis with our software because these underwriters get this get this information mostly in a, an email with a, which is free text already, then questionnaires and all these attachments that they have collected over the years from different doctors from different different parts. And um, this problem is only going to increase in the future when we have the electronic uh, patient file where they not only collect the data they happen to keep in the last 10 years or that they find somewhere and take a photo of it, but the collected health data in that form is going to be collected in an online repository <laughs> where then hundreds and hundreds of these unstructured data forms uh, will be presented to the underwriter and they will be like, oh, now I have to read that? How do I do that <laughs> with a couple of people in my department? I see the business case. I, I, I'll, I'll soon get to Ingo again. Um, but I, I've been doing some uh, 
research while you've been speaking, there are more than 1,880 hospitals right now in Germany. And if they all have 17 discharge forms, uh, we're talking about more than 30,000 different form pages here just to discharge patients, just in order to give the people here an insight what size we are talking about here. Ingo is already smiling. Um, and the thing is, what you are referring to is Germany is moving slowly into a phase of keeping all medical data on a chip on your uh, health insurance card. So Germany has a legal requirement to have health insurance that usually goes along with a card with a chip on it. And with this, you can give your doctor access to all the data before because before that it used to be the case oh you have to fill out like 17 18 90 20 pages uh, because the doctors want to start to understand the patient and that now changes with this um how is it how is it officially called digitale krankenakte epa electronic patient elektronische patientenakte epa epa ah okay and then it totally makes sense if you guys can make a structured data out of that. And I do believe that is where I hand over to Ingo, who will tell us about the business case and how awesome this will be. Oh, yeah, um, it is. And as I mentioned, we, we strongly believe in, in um, let's say, the transformation and the accelerated digitization that is going on in the insurance space, in the health space, everywhere. And so um, when we partnered with Lucas and his team, you know, we built a joint offering very specific for this disability insurance in Germany. But we learned that this is actually something, as I said, generic. You know, you can um, improve the situation for everybody, by the way, for um, the sender, for the receiver, um uh because you're quicker in processing the documents you you uh you know make better uh, what ingo refers to is actually an occupational disability insurance lucas i'm not really sure if this is existing in any other country out there maybe uh austrian switzerland as well but many people are listening it is it is a very German very German specific uh, thing as as you say Volkasco mentality, um, but uh, it's it's a great it's a great insurance and about thirty thirty percent of the people in Germany have that sort of insurance already um, because it protects them from uh, disability during their uh, working lifetime and um, yeah helps helps them feed their family should something unexpected happen like a disease an accident or whatever. Um, so they they can do that, and uh, to sell these insurances, brokers are used, um, and they bring this information to the to the insurance companies. So that's that. But I think what Ingo was going at is that building this offering for insurance companies in a very specific offering German market um, with Simple's eight, um, we are building a product portfolio uh, a product ecosystem for the insurance market for a global insurance and financial industry market where the intelligent document processing is only one small part of of that whole offering we bring to to the market and we want to expand our portfolio our technology 
our technologies to financial services and insurance companies all over the world. So it really is about scaling Mainz Medical focused on a German market and, and scaling that to a global audience in insurance and uh, and financial financial services and leaving that little little German space of health insurance and life insurance and bring this to uh, banks, other insurance, reinsurance on a, on a global scale and uh, integrating that in, into the Pulse 8 ecosystem, product ecosystem, where we will be really a full full stop shop um, consulting and technology company with Simples and Simples 8. So mm -hmm. um, this is this is bigger than Mainz Medical, obviously. Mm -hmm. And, and, and don't get me wrong, I totally understand why you could not do this with four people. Um, and of course, go, going a little bit more general totally makes sense. Oh, by the way, I just checked and in 2021, more than 14 million people in Germany had such an occupational disability insurance. Um, so that totally makes sense. So, um, can, can, can you help us a little bit to understand how this acquisition process actually worked? Um, I have in mind uh, you, Lucas, and Ingo sitting uh, in the evening over a beer, um, and he asks you, hey, can I buy you a beer or your company? <laughs> <laughs> uh, pr pr pretty pretty much. Um, uh, <laughs> we, we met first, we met 2017 uh, at the munich munich tra main train station and uh that was the first meeting and uh ingo was kind enough to buy me a coffee at least <laughs> before before asking that no i'm kidding um and we have we've been in contact and uh, doing rfps together for uh, healthcare and, and things together so this was in in no means a cold call ingo hey uh, i'd like to buy you coffee and your company and uh, let's see where, where this goes it has been uh, a years long partnership um with with getting to know each other how we operate what kind of people we are because mergers and acquisitions in this thing in these in the space in my opinion only work out in, in the long term if you if the founders uh, want to be kept invested in it if it works on a personal level and the post-merger integration uh works that the that the people in the company that the culture is a fit and uh we were lucky enough that we could figure out that this culture is so similar and is is, uh, is set on a growth mindset um, and on a personal level that we that we can do that and obviously then um, yeah Ingo maybe you can also join in from your perspective but from my perspective it was a very natural thing when when you approached us and say hey could you the partnership is go going great but could you think about what do you think about if we extend that if we if we make that more formalized partnership and for me that was a very natural uh, question to come and um yeah i was very happy that ingo asked that question um the whole team the whole team joined uh <laughs> simple now i'm i'm not at liberty to say oh too bad too bad um, but the but 100% of minds medical got acquired 100% of Mainz Medical got acquired. Okay, I see. Um, thing is, for me right now, um, I'm interested in how you guys are planning to conquer the world. <laughs> what are the next steps you guys are, uh, you guys will be doing um, here together with Synpulse? And by the way, your, team's, your team remains here in Hessen and Rhein-Main, right? 
That's right. Um, Simples is set up as a remote, or especially S8 is set up as a global and uh, remote-first company. So obviously, we have still the Mainz Medical Office in Frankfurt, where the team that remains in Frankfurt regularly meets. But uh, the main the main office from Simples Germany is in Düsseldorf. Uh, mm-hmm. But we are a global company with our headquarters in Switzerland, and now I think. 1,300 uh, people working globally with a huge growing market in the APEC APEC area, but also expanding to the United States. And as eight already has, I think, 600 people working that, and we're aiming aiming to grow another, I don't know, 30, 40, 50% uh, this year alone. So, mm-hmm. um, and that that's actually part of the, the plan to conquer the world where I said earlier that um, Mines Medical's nucleus of machine learning expertise and products is only a very small small part of of the offering that is that is being brought to the to the market because we really much very much believe that our client and our client base wants the stability inga was referring to not only have um uh, consultants working there and producing slides and produ- producing management advice but also building products that scale that are products that are um, hosted by somebody who reliable and this is basically what we're doing i have been spending the last three months since the acquisition to expanding the team we are now working with uh, a great great stable team within simples 8 which is in bratislava and in frankfurt and in, in the rhine main area and working together and expanding our product vision, uh, building our first products um, or st- stabilizing our first products uh, also for the financial industry. So when we talk about intelligent document processing, we think about a core architecture that is able to process any kind of documents and then applying use case after use case after use case to that architecture um, which the first use case is already being implemented and uh, working at at customers. But then we see, okay, something new is coming up, something in a different market that is scalable, that is uh, that brings huge benefit to to the customer. And then we create a new module that is plugged into that, and then we have a new use case. So we can easily scale the core of our application to new use cases. Obviously, always a little bit of retuning the models, uh, the machine learning models, retuning that, retraining that a little bit um, for, for a new use case because it's every time a little bit different. But at, at its core, we always have this uh, document processing pipeline where some form of unstructured document comes in, is processed by humans um, and put into an uh, operating model uh, for an automated process. And uh, mm-hmm. the, the key gap there is the humans being overwhelmed with thousands and thousands of documents in many different different verticals. And um, for our specific clients in insurance and financial services, we were going to help uh, be that little part in the Pulse 8 strategy to help them uh, have better processes and um, enable them to do what they're really good at. And, and not reading a piece of paper that has been read five times already. 
I see. Uh, what comes to mind uh, from my personal experience is, for example, when you want to open an account um, for a legal entity. So you have to get all the paperwork for the legal entity, all the paperwork for the people who are actually working on behalf of this entity, maybe the owners and so on and so forth. So that's quite a lot of stuff you have to do. That was one of the use cases that came to mind for me. Um, Ingo, what kind of other use cases do you have in mind? Unfortunately, we lost him in the parking lot again. <laughs> We're really sorry, guys. Here, um, that is that is a little bit um, uncommon sorry. here. But uh, Lucas stays with us. Uh, by the way, um, big mental high five that he is here because he's now um, in a house uh, owned by his parents-in-law uh, because he and his family do have Corona, and therefore um, they uh, he is still doing this interview. Awesome. Thank you very much. Great. Of course, for you, anytime. Anytime, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, you, you guys have been headquartered here in Frankfurt, Rhein-Main. You got incorporated in 2019. Did you exit in very early 2023? Uh, what, what kind of support, what was useful for you in this area uh, through your entrepreneurial journey from the, from the startup, from the start of the startup until the end? Incorporation was 2016 already. 16? So quite... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no worries. No worries. Um, uh, instrumental for, for our success um, were many, many projects that helped us get off the ground. The Exist project, um, many, many German listeners or in the entrepreneurial space will know that it is a um, startup grant, basically grant, granted to entrepreneurs Uh, getting getting off the ground, we were able to to secure this grant in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Exist um, to to yeah quit our jobs, our day jobs, and focus 100% on the company. Without that, uh, we probably wouldn't have been able to do that um, for the first year. Um, then obviously the we we were awarded with the Frankfurter founder founder uh, prize first prize in 2018 for, for what we did uh, also the um, innovation the first the innovation prize for uh, the hessische gründerpreis hessische founder award in 2018 as well so 2018 was a great year for us um, which also helped uh, to get funding uh, our first mm -hmm. funding was 2018 so 2000, uh, two years after incorporation mm -hmm. um, We, we got the uh, first funding with first uh, small round with business angels. And then uh, also in 2018, later in the later part of 2018, with the uh, uh, BMH, uh, Hessen Capital 3 uh, founding or, or what's it called, um, project uh, where mm -hmm. the state of Hessen invests in promising startups together with, with business angels. And so... You can say the state of Hessen uh, was very much uh, in instrumental for our success. So we could uh, grow and build our products for the first years and um, and do that. You know, this this was uh, this was very helpful in the first years. Mm -hmm. I see. Um, also, um, also a uh, R and D grant that was granted the Luva project, Luva three project, where mm -hmm. we were able to um, do R and D together with the universities. Um, and uh, do our research and project or uh, product development in, in the space of transfer learning. 
Great. Um, it's always important to have um, entrepreneurs, experienced entrepreneurs as mentors. I hope you'll stay there here in the local startup scene. And the very last question, if you would have, would be asked about one or two suggestions, how to improve the local startup system, what would it be? So I, I think there are great, great activities already going on with the Unibator from the from the Goethe University, or the um, or, or all the other activities that that are going on and that really help. Um, sometimes I feel that, especially for young founders or first-time founders who have really no idea where where to start, some something where they could better find these informations uh, or have, have some mentor at hand. Um, th that's always very helpful. But at the end of the day, guys, it's your startup. You want to get it off the ground. So uh, do the legwork, ask the people and <laughs> do that. It's, it's not something somebody's just offering you if, you if you are not able to build your own network and, and to find these things. <laughs> that's on you, <laughs> on you founders. So um, that's the easy part of, uh, of founding a company. The hard, hard work comes after that. So I think the startup ecosystem is set up pretty well. And the help is there if you want it, but go get it. Uh, there are great people, great mentors that, that are willing to help you and put, put, the, put the money where their mouth is. And, um, but you have to shine <laughs> and do the legwork. You have to shine. <laughs> Awesome. Great. Uh, amazing closing words. Thank you, Lucas, for being here. And maybe Ingo can also say his goodbye. He joined us, I, I do believe, for the fourth or fifth time. So he, he always gets kicked out. Thank you for also uh, being here, um, our guest as well, and doing as much exp explaining as you can do. Thank you, Joe. And uh, maybe up to a third time. We'll see. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm very happy with Simples, but you never know. <laughs> Maybe as an investor. Maybe as an investor. We'll see. <laughs> All right. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.